Tom, Ryan, Sarah, how's it going? Good, how are you? Doing good, yeah. Didn't realize I had my uh, video on for a second. I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> all, I saw, all I saw was cat and food. <laughs> and I was like, this is a party I need to be at. Yeah, that's my life. <laughs> All right, we'll get started here in a, in a minute or two. People are trickling in.
Give it about one more minute. All right, uh, we'll get started here. Um, Phil, I, always, I know you always catch my date mistakes. I made sure that uh, it's August, 2021. So I just wanted to start the meeting with that. Um, first, I'll go over some ground rules here as, as the usual. Um, I'm gonna put everyone on mute. Uh, you can unmute yourself. Uh, uh, if you have questions, uh, you can put those in the chat. And then just like uh, in-person meetings, uh, we ask that you uh, be respectful to your fellow neighbors and your guests. The agenda for tonight, uh, the usual, we'll start out with the usual, which includes uh, community announcements. Um, uh, why is this in the way? There we go. Community announcements, um, including our neighborhood cleanup, our neighborhood block party, uh, a few notes from Sweet Tea. She was unable to make it tonight, but I will uh, provide her her notes and her updates to everybody. The Treasurer's Report, Crime and Safety Report from Officer Walker. Um, Ron may or may not be able to make it tonight, and if he is, he'll provide some updates for us. We'll have Park Central. Elena's here. And then our guest speakers tonight are uh, Brookline Greenway. Uh, they'll provide an update to the... Uh, our, Great Rivers Greenway, they'll provide an update to the Brookline Greenway. And then we have Matt Helbig, um, who is overseeing the Moonlight Ramble. And he'll talk about how you can participate, how you can volunteer, and then uh, the street closures that will uh, affect part of the neighborhood for uh, a short bit of the, of the weekend coming up. And then lastly, we'll, uh, over the past couple of months, we've discussed changes to our bylaws. Um, this month, uh, we will vote as a board to update the bylaws to include the incorporation of Kings Oak into our neighborhood association boundaries. All right, jumping on in. Uh, so our next neighborhood cleanup, uh, our third and maybe final one of the year, we'll see, uh, is on August 28th at 10 a.m. Uh, if you would like to participate, uh, we meet at Newstead in Manchester. Um, bags and uh, gloves are provided. Uh, last month, we focused on uh, north of Manchester. The previous month, we focused south of Manchester. And if we draw a large enough crowd, maybe we just do the whole neighborhood this time. Uh, next is uh, our Forest Park Southeast Neighborhood Night Out. Uh, so this is uh, a block, a neighborhood-wide, you can call it like a block party, I guess, uh, where we invite everyone from the neighborhood to join us for uh, some food, some drinks, some yard games, music. Uh, we'll have Just One Taste food truck here, like we did in 2019. Uh, we'll have a 50-50 raffle featuring some neighborhood businesses. Thanks, Elena, for your help on that. Um, we'll also have some local organizations here, including Midtown Community Center. Great Rivers Greenway will be here. The new MLS club, St. Louis City SC, will be here. We'll have the fire department, the police department, um, and, and uh, a few other organizations as well. Um, we are looking for volunteers. If you have any yard games you'd like to uh, provide for us to use. If you would like to be a volunteer to help uh, coordinate or uh, organize the event for us, we're about halfway through. But uh, the more hands I can, we can have, the better. Uh, any questions on on the the two uh, events coming up? I'll jump right into the next slide. Uh, these next two slides are from Alder Woman Sweet Tea. Um, this first one here is a save the date for our, during our next neighborhood association meeting. Uh, we'll be focused on uh, with Lux Living. 
Uh, so we'll have a community meeting with them. It'll be informational. Uh, they will share with us a proposal that is going along the former jewelry parcels. Um, in the coming weeks, you'll expect to see uh, notifications, whether that's through email, social media, or uh, if you're living within uh, the radius of the proposal, uh, flyers or leave behinds on, on doorsteps. Um, definitely want as much of the community out here as we can get. Uh, everyone's thoughts and feedback and uh, just letting everyone be aware and informed of what's happening, I think is uh, definitely paramount to uh, the future, whatever future development is at store. The other uh, PSA that Alder Woman Sweet Tea wanted us to share was that narwhals, uh, I believe in September, October, November of last year, uh, they went through the process of the uh, development committee for them to review a proposal at 4014 Shoto, that's the triangle section um, in, the, in the east side of the neighborhood where this former garage, where this garage is at. Um, they are proposing a new design and that will go through the typical uh, Park Central development review uh, process. Um, TBD on that date or any information regarding renderings, et cetera. Um, that would be expected at a future date, but coming up. Any questions on, on any of the events or those uh, PSAs before I move on? Cool. Uh, you put a date in the, in the chat box or something for, for the event? Yeah, uh, Brian, could you help me out with that and share the on data? It. Thank you. Thanks for asking, Don. Um, next, next up is uh, just a PSA on our uh, how to become a member or how to donate. So we've moved over to the Cash App from Venmo. Our Cash App handle is uh, dollar sign uh, F-P-S-E-N-A. Uh, you can click the link there or you can download the app. We also take checks and cash. Uh, and if you'd like to be a member, donations are uh, pay what you can as uh, small as a dollar, even a dime, um, but also encourage uh, you to pay what you want. All right, next up, uh, Treasurer's Report with uh, Mr. Michael Browning. Hello, everyone, and good evening. Um, not much to report this month. We have a monthly operating cost to pay for these Zoom meetings of $14.99, and that's about it. Uh, but we've got a big upcoming expense for the national or the, the neighborhood night out. Um, that's going to cost a chunk of change, so you'll see that report next month. Uh, but we expect it to be a really fun time, so we hope to see you there. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Um, I do not see Officer Walker on at the moment. Um, I'm gonna jump to the end of the agenda really quick because Brian mentioned that he has a hard deadline at 7.45. So I just wanna make sure that we can, we have enough time as a board to vote on the proposed uh, expansion of the association boundaries to include Kings Oak. Thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, how we'll do this is just uh, by yay or nay um, between the four of five board members present. Xavier, I don't see him on at the moment. Um, so um, all board members in favor of expanding our association boundaries to include Kings Oak, uh, if you can either type or state yay, uh, we will motion to uh, go forward. 
Hey. Yes. Sounds like we have all yays. The motion passes. All right, jumping back down to the crime and safety report. Do not see Officer Walker here, so we will skip that for the moment. I also do not see Mr. Ron Coleman, but I do see Elena. And if she has any updates, I will turn the floor over to her. Yeah, I guess that means it's my turn. Um, <laughs> I don't have too many updates. Um, the, the Grove CID did get the permits from the city for the banner project. So you should be seeing banners shortly. Um, their last meeting mostly dealt with um, events that were coming up. They are sponsoring a couple of events, including the Moonlight Ramble. You will hear about that soon. Um, and then the Manchester Bike Bash, which is the um, party in at Man on Manchester that is before the before and after, I guess, the World Naked Bike Ride. Um, so those are the two that they're sponsoring. That Manchester Bike Bash will be on August 28th. Um, so you'll see a lot of people in the Grove for that. Um, also, just some events that are going on. Oktoberfest is going to be September 25th, and then Grove Fest is going to be the following weekend on October, October 2nd. Um, and then the Flyover Comedy Festival should be happening in November. Um, I don't have an exact date on that right now, but it's I can tell you before the, at the next meeting. <laughs> Um, the Grove signs are back, both of them lit. They look beautiful. Um, if you haven't driven through the Grove at night, you should drive through the Grove at night and they look really great. Um, happy that that project is finally <laughs> over with. Um, and then our social services team wanted me to share this flyer with you. I'll go ahead and drop it in the chat. Um, so at the St. Louis Community College, they are going to be holding a little um, event and you can get rental application help. So, um, so you can get help with your rent hmm. and they will walk you through the process of getting application for that. Um, that's all I have. Awesome. Does anybody have any questions for uh, Elena? Awesome. Well, thanks for hopping on. Uh, I'll share this rental application event on our Facebook page for um, those of us, those of who follow um, can find it. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Next uh, topic here is our guest speakers uh, at Great Rivers Greenway. If they would like to take the floor, I can uh, end, my end my screen sharing and give them access. Thank you, that would be great. Awesome, let me, let me do that. I think I have to make you an admin because I'm not smart enough to do these yet. And this is Shaughnessy Daniels speaking, just in case you need to find me in your list. I will make you the host. Awesome, thank you. You're All welcome. Right. Uh, this will stop. Oh, I'm about to stop you. Is that okay? I'm going to about to. I'm going to continue and hit nope, your. Yep. That's good. Awesome. All right, just one quick minute while I do one thing. Okay, and hello everyone. Good evening. I'm Shaughnessy Daniels with Great Rivers Greenway. I'm going to admit Rhonda Porter to the room. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> All righty, I'm gonna show you, uh, share, share a quick update on Great Rivers Greenway. Let me very quickly show this video so you guys can see what Brookline Greenway is all about. Meet the Brookline Greenway, made by St. Louis for St. Louis. Up to 20 miles of walking and biking paths, connecting up to 17 neighborhoods, creating endless possibilities. Being built in collaboration with institutional partners, neighbors,
community leaders, private funders, and city staff. More than a path, this is a pulse that will flow through the city so that together we can engage in a process that welcomes everyone. Gather along the Greenway to connect with St. Louis and each other. Mix nature into our everyday lives. Grow opportunities and investment for our communities. Connect to so many of St. Louis's amazing destinations. And energize our minds and bodies. A vision this bold takes all of us. Help us bring the Brickline Greenway to life. Okay, so that's a quick overview of the project. Um, oops, and the video trying to play again. Let me tell you real quick about Great Rivers Greenway, who we are and what we do. So Great Rivers Greenway is a regional agency. We actually work in St. Louis City, St. Louis County, and St. Charles. And what we do is we plan, design, and build greenways. So we've got 16 active greenways in the three-county uh, region, and we have about 128 miles of greenways built. Um, at any given time, we're working on about 50 or so projects. So Brickline Greenway is one of those projects that we're working on right now for the city of St. Louis. And then uh, just really quick for people that don't know, greenways are um, outdoor spaces that connect people in places. They, uh, we often refer to them as linear parks. Um, so these are places where people can go out and ride a bike or walk or jog or push a stroller or use a wheelchair um, or go enjoy nature. So greenways are different things to different people. So they are very versatile and, and we don't, it's hard to define them because they are different for everybody. The Brickline Greenway. So what is the Brickline Greenway? So you saw that great video. Um, and essentially, again, this, this is a project uh, that is being built by St. Louis for St. Louis that will connect a, that will connect about 20 potential miles of greenways and I'm sorry, um, miles of greenway and about 17 neighborhoods uh, in this sort of in the center of it. Um, so the original intent for this project was to um, really resurrect a, a, a historic area in St. Louis City, resurrect the old Shoto's Pond and connect it to the Midtown Cortex area. Um, and we had been talking to other investors in St. Louis and developers. Um, we'd been talking to um, the folks that were developing the foundry at the time before it was actually the foundry, which is there now. And if you haven't visited, please do. Um, the Armory Project, we talked to SLU and Harris Stowe and BJC and everybody was interested because there was a lot of private interest in how do we make certain that we can connect all of these great spaces for St. Louis and make them easier to access for the, um, the people that live here and also the people that visit here. Um, as we were having those conversations, we decided to have a design competition so we could work with architectural firms and landscape architects and to try to figure out how we could possibly make this work to make that connection happen. And as we were going through that process, we were learning through engagement and through um, community input that people didn't want to see just an east-west connection. So not downtown just to Forest Park, but how do we connect those neighborhoods in between? So we added a north-south connection that connects Tower Grove Park to Fairground Park. So that's how we got those 17 neighborhoods into the plan. Um, and we've been really thinking about, um, because this is so big, how can we make certain that this is more than just a greenway, that this is something that's really um, aspirational um, and transformational for the city of St. Louis. So. We made certain that there is a mission um, and, and key principles that are um, that include engagement at the forefront. So there, it's really at the top of what we're thinking about, um, and making certain that community voices are included in the process, and also that there are some intended out outcomes. So we're trying to make certain that we're thinking about what is it, what is this greenway really? What can it do? Um, how can we make certain that this is. Um, an exceptional experience. How can we make certain that this is something that when people come to St. Louis or that when we use it as a, as a St. Louis community, when we use it, that we're thinking bigger than I'm just walking on a trail. So thinking about civic well-being, connectivity, um, uh, we're thinking about, uh, I'm sorry, Rhonda Porter's still in the waiting room. I'm going to admit her. Is that okay? <laughs> um, economic growth and equity and all of those things. So really going beyond just a regular greenway development. As I mentioned, engagement has really been at the forefront and really critical to this project. 
um, we've been engaging since we started thinking about it. So before there was any planning, before we started putting any pens on paper, we were talking to people, you know, whether people wanted to actually see this project happen. Um, so since 2016, we have had about 13 unique advisory committees and, um, and sort of planning groups um, having conversations. Um, and so we've had steering committees and, and oversight committees and working groups that represent the communities that the Greenway will eventually pass through. Um, we've engaged artists um, and, and, you know, utilities. And so we're still, and we're still very early on in the process. So we're going to continue to have groups, but we've, we've already started out with a very robust engagement effort. Um, we want to, again, make certain that all the voices are at the table. Um, so we're thinking about how we are identifying the different audiences that need to be part of the conversation and how we're including people in the conversation. So we have this ask, align, act approach where we're really going out into community and, um, you know, sharing information, but also listening to understand and listening for input, incorporating that input into our process, and then going back out and saying, you know, did we get this right? Are we doing this right? And how do we advance the design or advance the plan to the next stage? So that really explains how our engagement process has gone so far. From the engagement process, we got this beautiful map um, with all kinds of um, all kinds of opportunities for greenway development. So all of these green lines in this midsection here, or this, this sort of cross here, these are all the potential um, lines that could, or you know, that the greenway could actually uh, run along. Uh, the intent, of course, is that this greenway not just connect St. Louis inside, but also branches out and connects to our other greenways. So of course we've got the Mississippi Greenway that runs along the Mississippi Riverfront up to the old Channel Rock, uh, Rocks Bridge. We have from Forest Park, the St. Vincent Greenway that comes off of Forest Park down to Bolivar and into the West End community, U, U City and West End com communities. We have the Centennial Greenway, which comes through the Wash U campus and goes into U City. And then we have this proposed Greenway down here, which is River to Pear. River to Pear actually ends right here um, near the um, uh, Francis Lay Park uh, in the Shrewsbury Metrolink station. But um, the intent is to eventually bring it up into Forest Park. So all of these greenways will connect. And then there's also a plan currently in progress for the Hodemont tracks, which is an old uh, street line car, a st street car line. I don't know how I got those words transposed um, that, uh, that used to run through the uh, St. Louis city neighborhood. So, we are in conversations with the seven neighborhoods that the Hodemont Tracks crosses through right now. But all of these would help to really connect the Great Rivers Greenway Network in the city of St. Louis. And then again, branch out to those other greenways that I showed you in that um, broader network map. Currently, we are studying very specific areas. So, you know, I'm gonna go back for one second. When you look at this and you see all of these lines, it's, that's a lot, um, that's probably about 20 miles. Here, this is about 10 miles. So we're focused on this first 10 miles. This is the Central West End, Central West End Metrolink Station up to the Grand Metrolink Station. So the Metro Corridor, we're studying that area and working very closely with Cortex, BJC, um, the Foundry and all of those institutional partners that are in that right away. Uh, we are focused on the area from Grand Metrolink Station up through SLU down Spring Street to Cass, Grand Avenue to Fairground Park. So we're, we're working with all of the um, residents uh, in the neighborhoods, as well as the service providers and key stakeholders in this footprint. From Grand Avenue, we are studying down St. Louis Avenue to 20th Street. And then we're also studying from Harris-Stowe University down Market Street to the MLS Stadium. So these are the areas that we're, we're um, we've moved forward for additional planning to date, so right now. And then as we start to move those along into design, we'll go and study some of those other lines that are on that bigger map. Um, but right now, these are the areas that we are focused on. These areas in this yellow orange, these are actually city of St. Louis projects. So you've got the Tower Grove connector, um, which will run from Sarah, I'm sorry, from uh, Tower Grove Park down to, um, actually, this is the one that probably touches you guys close, closely. Um, so it'll run through down to um, the central corridor, but it should be coming through um, Forest Park Southeast. 
And then we have the 20th Street connector, which will come down past NGA. So we're coordinating with the city of St. Louis. Those are their projects, but we're coordinating closely with them. Um, just really quickly, as we were talking about um, making certain that this project is uh, exceptional, where again, we're thinking about things outside of just greenway development, outside of physical infrastructure, looking at things like um, equity and equitable growth. How can we make certain that as we are building this greenway and as it has the potential to impact economic investment for the city of St. Louis, that we are thinking about how to make sure those outcomes are equitable as we're planning. So we are in conversations um, with SLDC and we're developing a plan for economic and equitable growth as a part of this project. Uh, oops, my slide did not advance, here we go. So just a few very early conceptual renderings. You may have seen some of these before. Um, these are, again, very early. We are in the process of working towards actual, you know, design plans, but we're not there yet. So I've got conceptual drawings. So this is just an idea of what the Greenway could look like in certain areas. This is North Grand over by Herbert Hoover Boys and Girls Club. That would be over here. Um, and sort of, you know, really being able to calm traffic down, build in the Greenway um, safe passing areas for, um, walkers, joggers, bikers um, to pass each other, but also places to gather. So you see lots of spaces and places where people can gather. This is Grand Avenue at St. Louis, I'm sorry, Grand Boulevard at St. Louis Avenue. Um, Mother's Fish, the Lindell Trust, Bank and Trust building here. Um, so again, how can we bring in landscape to beautify the area, bring in some public art and bring in some, um, ways to make intersections more visible so they're safer to cross. So we're thinking about those things as we're planning. This is the area on St. Louis Ave over near the Grio. So again, building in spaces where people can gather um, and having that greenway pass. St. Louis Avenue is really wide. We're, we're discovering how wide some of the St. Louis streets are. So it's a really wide street um, and it gives us an opportunity and room to actually put in a greenway facility as does Market Street. So this is Market Street. Um, as you know, Market Street, I think is probably um, six lanes across with a turning lane. So, you know, building a, in a greenway gives us an opportunity to um, provide that, um, that alternative means to transportation um, to get downtown, um, but probably not doing anything to the traffic because that street is so wide. So this is a higher level view of Harris-Stowe, Compton, um, and market, and this is on the ground at Compton and Market. Um, again, just showing these these des designated biking lanes, and then a meandering path on the side for pedestrians to walk. This is the Metrolink corridor at Grand Station. So again, how do we, um, you know, beautify the area, introduce landscape, um, make it um, safe uh, with a distance from the Metrolink corridor, uh, from the I'm sorry, the rail um, itself. So adding fencing, um, branded fencing, adding landscape. Uh, opportunities again for public art. Um, this is that, uh, I think it's a, I always get this wrong. Is it, was it a grain or a mill or? I think it's, it's still active grain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So again, we're not exactly sure if we'd be able to paint the building. However, <laughs> conceptually, it would be great to make it something that's vis visibly pleasing um, for people as they're walking by to access Cortex or to access the foundry, depending on which way they're going. Okay, so um, big question, how much is this thing gonna cost and how are we gonna pay for it? So we're estimating that this project, because you know it's a big public-private partnership, um, it's gonna take a lot of um, work on everybody's in, and you all know, I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned, Great Rivers Greenway is taxpayer funded. We're a taxpayer funded agency, but we're not gonna use just taxpayer funds to pay for this. because This is gonna cost probably about $245 million. So you can see this tiny wedge here. That's probably gonna be um, the funding that we put in, but we're gonna look for private funding really to invest in this. And also we're going for federal grants. So we actually just um, applied for a raise grant and we're having some conversations with um, the uh, Department of Transportation through their new infrastructure funding um, to see if we can get some more federal funding to really start to move this project forward. And the timeline. So that's a lot of mileage to build. 
and it's going to take a lot of work. And so we actually had a timeline and I destructed the timeline and blew it into these bubbles because that's what it looks like to me. And that's what it sounds like to me. There's a lot of work that has to be done. We have to be thinking about engagement through all of the various segments throughout the entire project. So that's one thing that you're always going to see continuously. But there's going to be times when we're working focused on planning, focused on fundraising, focused on design, focused on technical feasibility. So we'll be going through different stages at different times for different parts of the project, like the different segments. So, it, it, you know, I could have shown you a really complicated spreadsheet with each segment, which each, with each timeline. This is really what it's going to look like. <laughs> it's going to be like a big blob of stuff that we're doing all over the place. Ultimately, um, some of those segments will be built before others. Um, the segment that's going to run um, down Market Street to MLS, you're going to see a portion of that segment built out sooner rather than later, because as you know, MLS is coming out of the ground right now. We want to coordinate with projects that are happening right now to ensure that we are not um, undoing something that's already been done that's brand new or vice versa. So we're trying to coordinate with things that are happening now so that we're not stepping on each other. And that is essentially the overview for right now. Um, so we, again, we are very early in the design process. Um, there are no firm designs yet because we're, we're talking to community and working with community to make certain that we're hearing what community wants, needs, um, and desires for this project. Um, we want to take all of that, that engagement input and put it into the design so that when people actually use this greenway, they can take ownership and remember that, hey, you know, this was something that I suggested. This is something that that I voted for. This is something that, so we want to make sure that we're, that the design team is actually listening to engagement and not just drawing stuff um, for the community. So you'll see us out in the community more. We're actually going to be at your, um, your night out event in September. So thanks for the invite. We will be there and we're really excited and anxious to hear from the community about this project. So that is it. And I'm actually going to stop share here. So if there's any questions. Honestly, you actually have one in the chat. Are there still active plans to revitalize Shoto's Pond? So that's an interesting question. I do not have a great answer. Um, because we are doing, we're focused on those specific, that 10 mile segment or so, we're focused on that right now. There is an opportunity as we continue with planning that we may come back to that pond there's opportunities as we continue planning that we might build additional spurs that come into neighborhoods. As we're listening through engagement, um, we're hearing what people think is important, what people wanna see. So for example, Forest Park Southeast, we've talked to you guys a lot. We know that you guys are excited about this Greenway. We also know that you wanna have a special connection to it. So we're gonna continue to have these conversations and to the extent that we can fund it, we'll figure out how we can you know, build a spur into communities as they say that there's a need or we'll figure out how we might be able to do special projects and special places like a Shoto's Pond. So don't have a good answer right now, but I wouldn't say that it's completely off the table. It is a part of the original plan. So you never know, it may show up. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, stay tuned. And you know what, as we're engaging in the community, don't hesitate to shout it out, say, hey, that original plan had a pond. I think you should put that in there because we listen to that that stuff. And you I'll, know. I'll keep saying it's super dope. I want it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. It might, you know, we might have a few grays when it when we see the whole thing complete, but it's coming. And we appreciate everybody's um, participation and input. Any other questions uh, that you guys like to have answered? No? Cool, well, I'm excited to have you out at our neighborhood night out on the 21st of September, or 11th of September, sorry. Um, <laughs> I need to get my own date right. Um, yeah, it'll be a good night. Thank you so much for uh, presenting tonight as well. Thank you, thank you guys. Can you make me a uh, host before you? Okay, you got it? Okay. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much.
All right. Uh, next on our agenda is uh, Mike Helbig. Uh, Mike, if you would like, uh, I can share, I can let you share your screen, but I do also have a few slides in, in our deck that uh, I can use, but let me know what you prefer. Mike, you there? Sorry, you're probably on mute. Yeah, I was muted, sorry. Uh, uh, hello, everybody, it's nice to meet you. Um, I'm Matt Helbig, my brother's name's Mike Helbig, though. Oh, uh, my bad. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm one of, the, uh, one of the ride directors for the Moonlight Ramble, which is taking place uh, this Saturday evening. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the Moonlight Ramble, the Moonlight Ramble is the longest running nighttime bike ride in the United States. So this year we are going to be celebrating our 57th edition of the ride. Uh, it started back in 1964. Um, and uh, this, we, we, we have records that go all the way back to the beginning. And this is the first time we're gonna be starting in the Grove neighborhood. So we're re really excited about that. Um, the ride, sorry, my four-year-old has something to tell me. Um, no, so, we, uh, so this is the first first time we're going to be starting the ride in uh, in the Grove, and we're super excited about it. Um, we do have a uh, let's see here. We do have a I'm trying to see where the where the chat is here, but I have a I have a neighborhood letter that I'll throw in the chat here uh, shortly. But it kind of gives more detail for for the neighborhood. Um, we we definitely want to make sure everybody in the neighborhood is aware that uh, we're gonna be in the vicinity because we are uh, we can be a little bit disruptive in terms of the road closings and whatnot. Um, but uh, our footprint is gonna be on Manchester between Tower Grove Avenue and Sarah. Um, it's gonna be getting shut down in increments throughout the, throughout the afternoon. Um, we've got a stage that's gonna go in at Tower Grove and Manchester. And then we've got uh, tents and vendors that'll start arriving around four and then all of our riders are going to arrive um, right around uh, between 7 and, and 10 p.m. That's that's what we call the Moonlight Festival. And uh, that is basically just a chance for everybody to, to hang out, uh, visit some of the local restaurants, and uh, hopefully not too much of the bars, but um, get a chance to, to hang out in the neighborhood, spend some money, and uh, celebrate the Moonlight Ramble. The ride starts at 10 o'clock, and... Uh, we're going to be heading, uh, the, the, the route was released on Monday, so that is available now for everybody to see, but we're going to leave uh, the Grove and head south. We're going to take Sarah down to Vandeventer, Vandeventer down to Tower Grove uh, Avenue, and then we'll head straight south on Tower Grove Avenue. And I guess I should say about that moonlight bike ride. So one of the things that's unique about it is the roads are closed to traffic. So it is like the one night of the, of the year where the cyclists get to get to own the roads. And, um, and so we have families come in from all over the region. My, my, my seven-year-old ran it, or ran it, uh, rode it two years ago with his mom while I was working. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a really neat event and it's, uh, and it's, and it really encompasses the entire community. We have the youngest, I looked the other day, our youngest rider is three years old and our oldest is going to be 80 or 82, excuse me. So, I doubt the three-year-old will be riding the whole way, but but you get the idea of 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 what the who this what kind of group this draws. Buddy, I'll be there in a minute. Um, so yeah, so the so the ride heads south into Tower of Tower of Park, and then when we when we head back north, um, we'll make a right on Folsom, and then north on 39th. So you can kind of see 39th there in the in the screen. Um, then Shoto back to Vandeventer, Vandeventer North. Uh, our our, that's that basically takes care of our short ride. So we have a short ride and a long ride. Uh, that's that short ride is going to be about eight miles, and then the long ride goes 14. And from from Vandeventer and Shoto, it goes north, and the the rest stop is in the new uh, City Foundry STL. City Foundry STL. So we're super excited to introduce a couple thousand folks to that new venue and uh, some of the um, some of the uh, restaurants are going to stay open late for us so the ride goes through the foundry and then then we head straight east into downtown on market street we'll head down and do a loop around soldiers memorial and then head right back into the grove to finish up the evening so um 
the roads will begin closing around nine o'clock. You'll start to see, you may see some barricades moved into place on those streets that I just mentioned as part of the route. Um, we do have security and volunteers and, uh, and police, off-duty police at, at almost all the intersections. Um, and then the roads will, they will shut the roads down. There'll be hard, hard shutdown of those roads around 10 o'clock at night. Uh, that, and that's when we start the ride. So um, they'll reopen on a rolling basis. So Vanderventer will be the first thing to open up to, uh, well, they'll probably keep it, keep it shut until, um, until Shoto reopens. And then, uh, but Vanderventer will be one of the first streets to reopen as once Shoto clears. And then everything south will kind of reopen as the basically as the tail kind of moves moves through the the route um, they'll reopen roads as the tail moves through. So um, Vandeventer from Shadow up to Forest Park Parker will be closed pretty much till 1 a.m. So we have uh, working through this the Grove CID. We have reached out to all that. Well, we've sent out notifications to all the businesses. Um, we walked the the Grove uh, business district. Uh, last week and distributed flyers to all the all the anything that was going to be open past uh, seven o'clock we dropped off flyers with them um, all the businesses in the in the in the in the grove neighborhood have been invited to come out and uh, set up on the in the festival and part of that is because the cid has sponsored the event so we wanted to due to that sponsorship we opened it up to all the businesses to have free booths in our in our footprint uh, which normally come with a fee so we're excited to open the open the festival to, to the all the businesses in the Grove and give everybody a chance to, um, you know, uh, meet all two to three thousand riders that will have their on site. So, right now we've got a little over two thousand riders and we're expecting another four to six hundred to sign up over the next uh, next three or four days here. Um, think that covers the big stuff, but I'm happy to answer any questions if anybody has any questions while I'm here. Um, oh, a couple of things. Um, if anybody's interested in participating, we've got a, a $5 off coupon. Um, if you use the, the coupon code GROVE during registration, get five bucks off your ride. And then if anybody's interested in volunteering, we still have uh, some needs for volunteers. We're in pretty good shape, but always can use some more. Um, if you do choose to volunteer, you get the same t-shirt that the riders get, plus uh, Urban Chestnut is a, is a sponsor, so we can uh, you get a beer as well. And then we will make a $20 uh, donation to your neighborhood association if you if you uh, register to volunteer. So during the uh, registration process, it asks what organization you're with. If you put the Tower Grove South or Forest Park Southeast in as your uh, neighborhood association as your uh, organization, we'll make a twenty dollar donation to to your neighborhood association. So there you have it. Dan has got uh, my flyer up on the on your website there, but uh, I also have a. Uh, let's see here. Cannot access the the chat. There we go, chat. All right, and there's the Google Doc with that uh, with that same information as well as a link to the course. I added a, a course link in that Google Doc that's in the chat now, so that should about do it. And thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for thanks for reaching out and helping provide notifications and bringing in the the residents and the neighborhood businesses to participate. It's really kind of you. Um, if anybody has any questions for for Matt now, ask them, or I can forward them on uh, after after we leave here. Yeah, if if, if somebody would, uh, I don't know if you guys have a Facebook group or. Any other social groups, if you could post this in there next door, whatever. We just want to get it out, get the word out as, as best we can. So nobody's, uh, so we don't get any nasty messages on our answering machine uh, uh, Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to post it at least one or two more times so people can, can know. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you. Uh, that about does it for today's meeting uh i'll just circle back up top here to our our event so our our next event is august 28th it's our neighborhood cleanup gloves and trash bags provided um we're hosting our neighborhood night out 
on Saturday, September 11th, starting at 5.30. We'll have uh, a free food truck for everyone to enjoy, some free drinks from Urban Chestnut, Yard Games music, a 50-50 raffle featuring uh, goodies from our local Grove businesses, uh, some organizations like uh, the new MLS Club, Midtown Community Center, um, Great Rivers Greenway, and more. Um, the other two announcements that I just want to reiterate, uh, the Save the Date on Tuesday, September 21st, um, is our Neighborhood Association meeting. Uh, at this time, there will be a community meeting with Lex Living. It'll be informational. Uh, at this point, they'll come and present um, their proposal for over on the previous Drury parcels. Um, and we'll, we'll all gather feedback and, and discuss that. Uh, Narwhals is going through the Park Central Development Review process for redesign for their 4014 Shoto Avenue project. And uh, if you would like to be a dues paying member, uh, you can reach out to forestparksoutheast at gmail.com. And uh, if you pay for, if you're paying cash or cash or uh, check, uh, just shoot us an email and we can work out uh, the logistics on how to uh, transfer that payment. Otherwise you can use the cash app. That's all I got. If anyone has any other final questions or announcements, uh, Dan, I've got one thing. Yeah, shoot, Phil. Uh, this Friday at um, Shoto Park, the St. Louis Shakespeare Festival is giving a presentation starting at 6.30 of Othello. It's a shortened version. I think it lasts an hour and a half. And um, Shoto Park is one of the places they've chosen to present this. So if people are available, I think it'll be a good opportunity. Count me in. Love it. Thanks for sharing that. Sure. Anybody else have anything they'd like to, to talk about, share, announce before uh, we say our goodbyes? No? All right. Um, look forward to uh, notifications on our next uh, meeting. Join us at our neighborhood night out and our cleanup event. I'll talk to everyone later. See you guys. Thanks, Dan. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Dan. You're welcome. See you Have guys. a good night, everyone. Thank you. You too. Thank you.